Hey guys, it's Jazz here with another episode of Daily Journey with Christ. And I just want to wish you all a happy new year as today is January 1st of 2023. As we continue on with our series through Romans, we're going to read chapter 3 today. But I just want to share kind of what's been on my mind and my heart lately. Just because I know a lot of all my past episodes, I've always done like reading the Bible and then um, coming up with a fun fact. But the one thing I've decided for this coming season that I want to share with you is something that's become very important to me, and that is myths and facts behind mental health. And the reason for that is because if you guys have been following along, you will notice that I have not actually posted anything in over a month is my last recording was actually November and I knew I was kind of taking a break because I had finals with school but I was trying to dive into God's word and it just wasn't happening and with that is as most of you know is I study veterinary technology right now but studying something that has like medical knowledge and medical terminology takes a lot of time and effort and energy and so what had happened was I had stuff that I hadn't dealt with yet in my life and I just kept on hiding in my textbooks and saying I was dealing with it when at the end of the day I wasn't actually dealing with it as much as I should have been. And so what happened was come December when I went to write my finals, my last final happened and I had no idea what to do because I had created months of just staring at textbooks and studying that I hadn't actually dealt with a lot of things that have happened in my past or during school and it just all kind of piling down and out at the same time and I came to have a psychotic mental breakdown come December and it did result in needing to seek medical uh, medical treatment and the reason I'm sharing that with you is because yes it's personal but I want to try to make it more like not obvious but make it more out there and more realize that we all struggle with our mental health and that it's something that we all need to deal with and that we need to get rid of the stigma behind it because there's so many myths about it and just because you struggle with a mental health disorder um, doesn't mean that you're not you're any less human is it actually makes you more human that you have these emotions you have these feelings you have these things you need to deal with and that's why for this season of this time of as we read through Romans, I want us to touch on realizing that even when you feel alone, you're not alone because God's with you and you have a community of people around you who love you no matter what, if you have a diagnosis of some kind. And for anyone who doesn't know is I've actually been diagnosed with um, PTSD, anxiety, and clinical depression. So I struggle with three um, of the major ones and that's why I want to take this season and just talk about the myths and facts behind mental health as we continue to read God's word. Is I think it's important to realize this as well. But anyway, uh, let's read into Romans chapter 3. Um, today I will be reading the NLT translation, but for now let's dive into God's word. God remains faithful. Romans chapter 3. 
Then what's the advantage of being a Jew? Is there any value in this ceremony of circumcision? Yes, there are great benefits. First of all, the Jews were entrusted with the whole revelation of God. True, some of them were unfaithful, but just because they were unfaithful, does that mean God will be unfaithful? Of course not. Even if everyone else is a liar, God is true. As the scriptures say about him, you will be proved right in what you say, and you will win your case in court. But some might say, our sinfulness serves a good purpose, for it helps people see how righteous God is. Isn't it unfair then for him to punish us? Of course not. If God were not entirely fair, how would he be qualified to judge the world? But someone might still argue, how can God condemn me as a sinner if my dishonesty highlights his truthfulness and brings him more glory? And some people even slander us by claiming that we say, the more we sin, the better it is. Those who say such things deserve to be condemned. Well then, should we conclude that all Jews are better than others? No, not at all. For we have already shown that all people, whether Jews or Gentiles, are under the power of sin. As the scriptures say, No one is righteous, not even one. No one is truly wise. No one is seeking God. All have turned away. All have become useless. No one does good, not a single one. Their talk is foul, like the stench from an open grave. Their tongues are filled with lies. Snake venom drips from their lips. Their mouths are full of cursing and bitterness. They rush to commit murder. Destruction and misery always follow them. They don't know where to find peace. They have no fear of all at all. No fear of God at all. Obviously, the law applies to those whom it was given, for its purpose is to keep people from having excuses and to show that the entire world is guilty before God. For no one can ever be made right with God by doing what the law commands. The law simply shows us how sinful we truly are. But now, God has shown us a way to be made right with him without keeping the requirements of the law, as was promised in the writings of Moses and the prophets long ago. We are made right with God by placing our faith in Jesus Christ. And this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. Yet God, in his grace, freely makes us right in his sight. He did this through Jesus Christ when he freed us from the penalty of our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. People are made right with the God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. This sacrifice shows that God was being fair when he held back and did not punish those who sinned in times past. For he was looking ahead and including them in what we would do in this present time. God did this to demonstrate his righteousness, for he himself is fair and just, and he makes sinners right in his sight when they believe in Jesus. Can we boast then? Then we have done everything to be accepted by God? No, because our acquittal is not based on obeying the law. It is based on faith. So we are made right with God through faith and not by obeying the law. After all, is God the God of the Jews only? Isn't he also the God of the Gentiles? Of course he is. 
There is only one God, and he makes people right by himself only by faith, whether they are Jews or Gentiles. Well then, if we emphasize faith, does this not mean that we can forget about the law? Of course not. In fact, only when we have faith do we truly fulfill the law. And that is Romans chapter 3. I think what is important here is, of all this, the line that is standing out to me the most is, For everyone has sinned, we all fall short of God's glorious standard. And I think this is really important to realize because when it comes to our everyday lives is we have to realize that we are not Jesus. We are not to praise praise each other as if we are Jesus because if we were, if we were could be Jesus, we would be Jesus. And I think that's what's important to realize is that we are going to fall short and you're going to make mistakes and those mistakes are going to result in judgment from others, but that's all because of sin. And having judgment on yourself is actually just, it's just not good for yourself. And like on my heart right now is God's just wanting me to share this and yeah, is judgment is something I have always struggled with personally. And it's something that I need to address more is realizing that there's only two opinions that should actually matter in your everyday life. And that is the judgment of yourself and the judgment of God. And everything else you do is not to be worrisome. And don't get me wrong. I know this is harder said that this is harder done. It's easier said than done. But I just... I want us to all realize that it's for us to forgive ourselves and realize that we are going to be fall short of God, but he gave us his son, Jesus, and he shed his blood. Like this verse said is for us to forgive ourselves, forgive one another and be able to accept who God made us and knitted us together as to become. And this is kind of where I'm going to like tie it in here because like, Mental health is a huge thing when it comes to sin and mental health is a result of sin in the world. Mental health is not just because you have done something wrong. It is You don't necessarily bring mental health on yourself because mental health itself can come from trauma. It can come from genetics. It can come from just anything really is everyone deals with things differently and that's what mental health is and being able to be mindfulness, mindful to yourself is super important and dedicating that time. Um, but the myth that I want to actually talk about today is the myth that people with mental health problems are violent and unpredictable. And the true fact about this is I'm going to read this directly from the mental health government website. And it says, the vast majority of people with mental health problems are no more likely to be violent than anyone else. Most people with mental illnesses are not violent and only three to 5% of violent acts can be attributed to individuals living with a serious mental illness. In fact, 
people with severe mental illnesses are over 10 times more likely to be victims of violent crime than the general population. You probably know someone with a mental problem and don't even realize it. Because many people with mental health problems are highly active and productive members of our community. And I think this is really important to realize is our mental health is can come back to this is realize that all people are sinners. God God takes our punishment and that we have to accept and realize that he's there. You have a community that's there for you no matter what. And that's one thing I'm determined to work on here for the 2023 season is confiding in my people in the church, confiding people in my life who just love me for who I am and realizing that we are going to have our good days but we're also going to have our bad days and that we need to get through those moments and try something new this year. And everyone has New Year's resolutions since it is 2023. And my encouragement to you is do a New Year's resolution that is actually manageable. So not necessarily let's use the Bible, for example, as a lot of people say, I want to read the Bible in a year. But I think what you should do is do small chunks at a time. Give yourself like, I want to read the Bible for five minutes today, or I want to um, get more exercise this year and not make it unrealistic. So if you just say, I want to increase my exercise this year, maybe start off with a 10 minute walk today, or maybe go on a two minute walk tomorrow, or do things that are actually manageable and realistic. And that's what I want to do with God's word is Every night, I am going to set a time aside so that I can do these recordings and I'm going to take a spin on it and I'm going to just kind of talk about how my day is, how my day was going, read into God's word, um, maybe bring up a fact that I learned of the day, but overall just be able to be open and honest when it comes to mental health struggles because... I know I'm not the only one out there and I just want to encourage people to express and confide and just be open and honest about what you're thinking and feeling because that's the first step to healing in anything that you're struggling with. But that's it all I have for today and join me tomorrow as we dive into Romans chapter 4. Good night everyone.